I don't like having opinions in general because, like, <laughs> because I'll look at like <laughs> I'll have an opinion and somebody will there'll be a comment like this, I'm like, oh, that's a good point. And there'll be another comment like, well, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know any. Like, I. That's why internet hate comments will get to me because I'm like, damn. That's why I- you need to decide your own principles. Hey, I'm Sean Malay, and this is Please Clap, a podcast where we talk to comedians and other artists about their experience in their field and other stuff. I'll throw you a curveball once in a while. Tune in, my dogs. All right, we got Grant. He's <laughs> <laughs> like so bummed. Um... All right, this is uh, this is please clap. I think I think Jeb Bush has led me in. So uh, we're here with Grant Moore. Not only is he a comedian that's funny and was on our show, he's an intern here. So if our guest wants to get a drink, he he also has to leave and get it himself. Where are you from, Grant? I moved to New York. I moved to New York January or December thirty <laughs> first. So I got here on New Year's, and uh, so my introduction to the city was uh, blacking out. Which was fun. Oh, that's cool. Wait, yeah. a year ago, or no, no, well, a year and a half now? Eight months ago. Wait, really? December thirty first. Is that how I thought? Oh shit! I thought I knew you longer than that. No, that's crazy. No, no, no. it just you know. Oh, you've I'm been so unbearable to be with. It's it no, seems you, like much longer. You're a New York natural at this point. That's crazy. Well, like, that's nice of you to say. That actually means a lot. Yeah, I would not have known. Like yeah. whenever we're like going places, you seem pretty. Uh, Pretty adept. I think to I'm the just landscape. arrogant. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. No, you're yeah. like uh, we've said that you're like those like those kind of guys that the Ernest Hemingway types. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is. If Ernest Hemingway came to New York, I feel yeah. like he'd be like. If Ernest Hemingway had no credits, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no writing capability. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, you started comedy. That means I first did, I did my first open mic when I was 21. Now mm. I'm 25, going on 26, and then I I did okay. And then I did it again, and uh, I bombed my ass off. And I was like, well, that was the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. And then I just kind of did it on and off. um, In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, which is like not a great scene. And then I really started hitting it hard right as the pandemic started to kind of churn down where I was doing it like multiple times a night and then moved out here. Like, have you heard? I don't know if it's Chappelle who says it, but it's like, whatever how long you've been doing comedy is like your age in comedy so like i'm one year old nice. so i'm bad at comedy <laughs> yeah yeah so you're an intern here yeah you started how many months ago couple yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah like three your age in interning is is yeah. three months yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no no i've been an intern for like two years of my life <laughs> yeah, yeah i swear to god really yeah i was an intern for a year at a like a wealth management company and then I was at oh, intern really? for six months at uh, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Whoa! And then uh, now I'm an internship intern here, and uh, you know. First though, how'd you get to the wealth management? That doesn't seem like you. What the fuck? I had a buddy, and he was like, "Hey, you really need a job, and like, you know, maybe a little direction." Mm. And I was like, "Well, I'll, I agree with the job part." <laughs> and uh, I told myself when I was a kid, if I ever find myself working in a cubicle. I will kill myself. Yeah. And then like six months in <laughs> of working in a cubicle and I was like, yeah, I was right. <laughs> this is, I mean, it's really That's just a fact that you said that as a kid, as a child, oh, what do you want to be when you, <laughs> when you grow up? Yeah. Well, I don't know what I want to be, but if I'm in a cubicle, yeah, suicide. I was an old soul. Sean. <laughs> yeah. It's like your um, yearbook quote. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, yeah. And then I did it and then like, it wasn't that bad. And then I just kind of started to feel myself like, 
settling. And I was like, okay, fuck this. I, I, I could have had a nice job. Like the guy really liked me. I would have had a full-time job making like, you know, decent money for Wisconsin. How and, much? Um, well, it's not. <laughs> Dude, I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so bad. You didn't tell me just 60,000. Oh, okay. Well, Which for okay. Wisconsin is really good. Yeah. Well, so yesterday this kid was applying to a job. He's a comedian. I hope to have him on here. Maybe I'll ask about it on the pod. Yeah. Applies to a job, doesn't get it. And I was like, oh, what was the salary? He's like, it was a good, it was a good amount. I'm like, you didn't even get the job, dude. Fucking tell me. Yeah, well, I don't know why that's so taboo. I tell everybody how much I make. Like, yeah, I, I, because right. I'm like fucking, well, because mostly because I'm complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't going to bring that up. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But still, like, I don't know. Uh, well, that's cool that you didn't do it. No, yeah. I, I, but I felt that, like, I felt that, like, easing into, like, the nine to five and, you know, you, you, you see you go into your boss's office and there's like a picture of a lion with an inspirational quote below <laughs> yeah. it. And that's the only thing getting him through the day. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot do this. Right. I would rather be. You well, know. it's like uh, you are a uh, you have the creative instinct or what you know, you want to you're a creative person. So like when you don't do that, it it, uh, it eats at you. Yeah, for sure. It is better to be bad at being creative than it is to just stop doing it, I think. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, that's what keeps you up at night when you're like, when you get in that quiet zone, the first time when you're like, okay, I turned my phone off for the first time in 18 hours. Yeah. And you're sitting in your bed and you're like, Jesus. Dude, <laughs> it only hits me at night. It's weird. Like, oh, I wish it only hit me at night. But like, yeah, sometimes the during the day, but for whatever reason, during the day, I'm like, death doesn't scare me. But at night when I'm like alone and it's dark everywhere, I'm like, yeah. what is it all after? I don't know. It's it, probably just like that. It's just dark everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know that you don't like it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Actually, let's. So we've covered the the job that you would have killed yeah, yourself at, right? Then you went to the Daily Show. <laughs> How was that? Daily Show was uh, was great. I liked like the people there were fantastic, and um, it was it was conceptually a cool experience. But the day to day is like you're gophering, which I don't know if you've heard the term before, but it's like go get this, go get that, go for this, go for that. Um, so it's like, you know, you think it's going to be this amazing thing where you get to like hang out with Michael Costa, um, which you do sometimes, and he's a very swell fella. Um, but most of the time you're sitting in like an Uber going to like drop off yeah. a COVID test at some actor's apartment. I did that for uh, that film producer as well. I do know. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like, okay, it's like, oh, cool. I get to go sit in an Uber. And, yeah. But then... Yeah, you want to be like a part of the action. And but they every don't once in a while, you get to throw in a line, and like sometimes they'll use it. Or I almost got on a, a sketch, uh, but um, you know that didn't work out. So that <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, and you use that as a stand-up credit. Yeah, dude, I was on the Daily Show. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I've been in the crowd because I I was telling you this, but I I Mark Norman asked me to film his set, and in exchange, he gave me five minutes at the front of the show. And so now I'm like, I had like two people say, he's open for Mark Norman. You and have. I felt bad. Yeah. Is that, that's Why not do you cheating. feel bad for that? Well, I don't know if people are like, if they, if it means they think that I did like, because there was a real opener for Mark that did 20 minutes that follows him around. Okay. It, then you open for the opener of Mark Norman. I don't, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> No, then cut it out. <laughs> like you did technically open for Mark Norman. How often do you think about sending a text to him? And because I do this with people like I really respect. Yeah. 
No, I just shouldn't. I find that like I'll like because <laughs> I've got people to like me that mm-hmm. wouldn't have uh, otherwise like a film producer that was pretty notorious for firing people. That yeah, I would because I knew I had nothing to lose. I would just like be like text up jokes and shit. Right, and I I text Mark a lot. Like I think when you take that risk, like it's a it pays off a lot of the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I kind of. He didn't answer me once, so I was like, "All right, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it back a little yeah. bit." Yeah, yeah. It's when you the second you feel like you've overextended is such a yucky feeling. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't text me first. Yeah, he did call me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel weird, but I'm like, <laughs> Mark always talks about Jerry on his like, like how he like, oh, I texted him too many times, so now I'm doing that to him, so it doesn't matter. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can see the similarities in there. In their act, so like you can tell he was influenced by him so much. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if I had Chappelle's number, that would be. Yeah, yeah. If I had Cat Williams on speed dial, it'd be insane. You like Cat Williams? I fucking love Cat. Cat Williams is amazing because he's just he's about he's about the art itself. He doesn't give a shit about like doing movies and stuff. I get the sense. The best interview I I told you this before, but the best interview I've ever seen um, is him with Larry King. And he's so like romantic and poetic about his relationship with comedy. But he makes that comment about like him first seeing like Eddie Murphy or something or the first time he did it. And he, he just says, and I've been in love with comedy ever since. Or I've been in love with funny ever since. It's like one of my favorite things. Have you, um, when did you get into like actually liking comedy? Like when did you know that this is something you would want to do? Um. Well, it's like, I remember making my like making my parents laugh specifically. My dad was like that was like when I knew I was like that was worth Mm -hmm. to me Um, and I used to do it with impressions and uh, I would do impressions of like people I saw on Saturday Night Live like Dana Carvey, but I would also do like accents, which now you can't really didn't age well. Yeah, so there would just be like this 10 year old kid doing like an Indian accent. Yeah, yeah. And his like dad just be like, ah, and everybody be like, no, that's not. But I wonder if in the future we'll go back to people doing, because like you could do an accent of somebody that is also white. A honk, yeah. So I'm wondering if eventually we'll be like, ah, oh, because it's not like it's always a negative thing. It's more just like, a, I, like I sing songs that I like. That doesn't mean that I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a difficult balance. Like it comes from a place of like, respect yeah um but the people who i love and respect the most i make fun of it's a tough balance because it seems like due to the history of yeah yeah. like with race in this country um due to the history it's there's there's no trust built up that makes sense Yeah. so when someone like me does like black scent you can totally understand when yeah of course yeah, yeah right uh not that i do that um right but right, right yeah if you were to. if uh, hypothetically yeah um, but I think I hope it will get to the point where like you can go just back to like being silly again and like poking fun and it's not because someone has power over someone else to where that person can't retort. It's because those two people are on level ground. Right. That makes sense. But and I think people will still get annoyed. Like it's the, the thing I've learned from the internet is like there is never anything that ev- like no nothing in the world does everybody like like there is yeah that's oh, the other thing is someone will always be offended by something someone will always be like you know irked by something that is so minuscule like that you know I got into a scrap with a guy online about 
a certain comment in a certain video. Oh yeah, we would make it so. We uh, our videos have gotten. Uh, We've gotten yeah. at least one on every one so far. Well, so we here's for context. We did a video where Grant ate an edible, and we went to the Museum of Illusions, and there was two haters on there. Mm-hmm. One guy, he wasn't even a hater at first. Well, I kind of was over. I was kind of a dick. I will take a little blame on this. Okay, one. so t- what happened? He um, mentioned that like because we called them multivitamins because we didn't want it to get taken off TikTok, right? Because mm-hmm. we're very smart marketing mm-hmm. strategists. Yep. And um, then uh, he commented, my favorite multivitamin, like I take 25 milligrams four times a day, which is insane. But <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's like, I mean, it's to, I smoke. You smoke like a lot, a lot yeah, of weed yeah. all day, but I would never proudly say it. Like I do it because I'm addicted. You'd never say it on a podcast. that's going to be going on. A well, I'll say it here because like I don't care. Like I'm like, but I'm acknowledging it's a flaw. That guy was proud of it. And maybe it helps him. I don't want to like get into like whether or not he's wrong or right for what his. Yeah, that's true. Are, that's but, true. And maybe he's a better guy. Probably he is a better guy from that. So he made that comment and then you like commented back and it was fun. And then I said, jokingly, like, I think I'm going to stick to Flintstone gummies. And then he said back something along the lines of, um, well, and I'm going to say it like this. Um, well, it's, it's not, it's your fault because you took 10 times the recommended dose, dose and uh, this and that. And I was like, I commented back like, oh, this is your whole personality. Yeah. My yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we just went back and forth and he was like t- saying I was like, making fun of all the criminal or like not criminals, but people who have gone to jail during the drug war. And it became this like holier than thou versus like a guy who's just fucking around. And um, after a while, I was like, dude, it's I I enjoy this stuff. For me, it's just fun. I like that. It doesn't make you mad. It doesn't make me mad because at the end of the day, I love that someone else on in like Kentucky is wasting their Sunday arguing with me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because makes... I'm not doing anything better. I'm just sitting in between mics waiting to go up. Yeah. So like the fact that this guy is like sitting on what I assume is a dirty bean bag, <laughs> and is just like just fucking guy is such a, and I'm just like oh boop, and I get to send it and laugh is like <laughs> yeah. it's great for me. Dude, that's not my relationship. Mine is like. I'll wake up in the morning and I'll like just go to my phone and I'll do my like notification check through everything and YouTube. It'll be like fucking hate this guy like cringe. And You're I'm like, insane with your phone. Though. I've I've seen you looking at your phone while we're on city bikes in New York City. Like we'll hit a stoplight yeah. and you're like checking your phone and I'm like, dude, 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 it can wait. I think I'm just like just like um, I'm not good at saying no to uh, stimulus, maybe, or like no, it's it's it's, it's manufactured to be addictive. Yeah, that's why you got the grayscale on there. It's been helping a little bit, but I'm starting to get used to it. We should I, do a PSA for grayscaling, dude. Your phone. Putting your phone. Grant taught me this black and white mode. It, uh, it has brought my brought my screen do, screen time down a lot because apparently it reduces the dopamine hit. Right? Yeah, I brought mine down by two hours. Yeah, day. mine is about two to three. Which think about think about all the stupid poop jokes I could write with two extra. Hours. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, exactly. you know, yeah. I'm spending it in other ways, but, but yeah, I, I am more like th- when I'm not scared of death at night. What I'll do is if I can't fall asleep, especially I'll just be like, well, I'll just try and think of jokes or like sketch ideas or something and yeah. that either I can find something or I fall asleep. My brain's like, no, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, we'll sleep now. Yeah, so 
With the phone, it's like, yeah, it, it takes away the boredom that you're supposed to feel in life, I think. And yeah. And plus, like, I feel like you can get creatively that space of that boredom. I feel like you and Norman talked about this, but it's like you can get something out of that that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Like it's boredom is the mother of invention or whatever that quote is that I read on some Instagram account. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Which you wouldn't have saw without Instagram. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the that's but the I mean, you, well, you could have been reading that book. That's true. Well, that's why I do try. It's better if you if you're going to be on there, follow like accounts that actually provide some sort of like value, like of knowledge. Or yeah, like, not just twerking. Yeah, or like that skydiving video. The guy like oh, he posted yesterday. That's my whole feed is is quotes and skydiving videos. So oh, the, yeah. the guy, the skydiving guy. Oh, yeah. So he he pulled his chute um, or he something happened to where the wind blew his chute when it was uh, uh, horizontal to him into him and it got wrapped up. Uh, he must have been trying to do a dive and then the wind hit it at a wrong time. And as he was like getting tangled up in this chute, uh, he like was maybe a thousand feet off the ground. Like he had one second to pull to like he didn't even do a cutaway, but to pull his extra shoot. Is that what that was? I couldn't really tell what happened. Yeah, he just pulled out his extra shoot, um, which I don't know how he did it. I don't really know the mechanics of it, but it was insane. Yeah, I yeah, know. And that's... he barely like it barely got enough air under it to break him, and then he hit the ground pretty hard. Have you skydived? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've done, I've done been... it once. Did and it was fun. It was amazing, but it's not the um, it's not what you think it is. Have you done it? No, never. I'm like kind of afraid. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really safe. Yeah, I get that, but it's like it's just up to when the, it's, it's not, up to it's the not. guy on him, my, my back to be safe. And but he like, doesn't want to die either. Yeah, yeah. That's how I justified it to myself when I did it. I was like really scared, and then I was like, wait, this motherfucker who's taped to me, <laughs> is not like a, he's not trying to die either. And then I asked him, and he, I was like, how many of these have you done? He goes five, six thousand. I'm like, oh, okay. But it's like one. What was it? Oh, my Uber driver the other day, mm. he had 9,000 drive driving like 9,000 rides. Yeah. And I had just looked up the car accident or, 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 like the fatality rate. Oh. It's one in 5,000. So I was like, this guy's due for a fatal car accident. That's not how it works, though. <laughs> That's not how it works. No, I don't know. He's due for it. He's not due for it. It's just <laughs> every time he gets in the car, he has that probability. I don't think you know how stats work. I don't think either of us do, Sean. <laughs> no, but uh, I went skydiving in like Tuscaloosa, Florida. Yeah. It, back in Wisconsin, if you that's not a real place, but back in Wisconsin, if you um, go skydiving, you have to like sit in like a six hour course. They teach you how to land. They teach you about like problematic shit. It, you go in fucking Florida. It's just a dude with an iPad that has like a legal notice on it that you sign and then you're in the plane in 30 minutes. Really? I learned how to land as we were landing. He he was like uh he was like uh it was just some Russian ex KGB guy that definitely like stole some poison from Putin and was just like <laughs> excommunicated to Florida. We were like coming down. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." He goes, uh, "We are going to practice you lifting your legs." I was like, "What?" <laughs> no <way. laughs> So I swear to God, he, he was like, "If you don't lift your legs correctly when we land, you will break them." So uh, lift your legs. <laughs> no cut, like I can see the ground coming in, and uh, I'm like, "Huh?" He goes, "Lift your legs," and I lift them up. He goes, "No, no, no, higher this time." And this is the time that we're hitting the ground. Whoa! And we land perfectly. It's fine. But I'm like, dude, I. 
I paid like a hundred dollars to jump out of a plane with a stranger. So wait, what do you just like? You have to lift your legs high enough that he could touch first. He or? needs to like g- glide in, I guess, and like break. And if you don't like properly brace yourself to where you like you're, you know, it's like shocks in a car. Yeah, you'll break your fucking leg. Yeah, my aunt broke her back skydiving. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but it's safe statistically. Well, okay. So first, my Uber stats are wrong. Your likelihood of dying by skydiving is l- is way less. Not way less, but it's less than your likelihood of dying by a lightning strike or a bee sting or a shark attack. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma skydiving is the that's the Harvard of skydiving statistics places. So in Florida, though, it's like. In Florida, it's one and two. And on the on the one, you break your legs and back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but think about the experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a great experience. But oh, what dude, I, was I saying, bet it's sick. I bet it's it's, sick. it's not like the adrenaline rush you thought it would be. The scariest part is the mental uh, Tetris you're doing, justifying this stupid decision going up in the plane. But because you're going the speed of the plane already, you don't get the drop feeling That's that you get from roller coasters. That's why they do like helicopter drops because yeah. you get the actual butterflies from that. Whenever I make a million dollars eventually from being the best intern, I will spend a lot of that money getting my class A skydiving license. My friend Willie yeah. has that. Ooh, Willie. Wait, wait, what's class A? Class A is when you can jump alone. Yeah, that's what he has. Um, he jumps all the time. Yeah, but I'd like to ramp it up to where I'm comfortable enough to um, jump off of things like rather base than jump. base jump. Ugh, I would do the hot air balloon or like the uh, yeah, because then you're high up enough to where you have can have a mistake have time for mistakes. Yeah, because in the video of my friend, we should show my friend Willie's video in this because he's sick. And oh, that's Willie. Yeah, yeah, but he jumps off a bridge and it's like he would have had no time to fuck up and the shoot poles, but the friend filming is like nice. Good job, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? That's the only option. Yeah, like, nice. Good job or like, oh, splat. Yeah, like and that and I'm like, you should bye bye to, to com- my close friend. Yeah, and that, that's what I think. I think what why it feels wrong to me is it's like the nice. Good job makes it sound like it could have very easily not been that when it's to me if you're jumping off that bridge nice good job should be obvious that should be not it should just be like yes that is what we knew would happen but yeah. it's i don't know but willie keep doing you i guess uh oh you're on two already oh i don't know do you want to Ernest having way in yours <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the alcoholic yeah have you ever considered like explaining skydiving to your ancestors who like fought saber tooth tigers? Oh, it didn't even know like his planes weren't a thing. It's like yeah, yeah. Well, that. no, it's like it's like they they got through like my ancestors got through like the potato famine and like wars. Right. My grandfather was in World War Two in Korea, and then he gives me this gift of life. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to throw myself out of a plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if, well, first of all, you'd have to be like, what's a plane? It, well, Korea, you yeah. know, they had planes. When? Korea was after World War II, in between Vietnam and World War II. Is, is when Korea was made? My great-grandfather was in World War II. Oh, My grandfather, oh. I think, was in Korea. I thought we were talking about even older ancestors. I was Yeah, them too. But like that lineage, like all the people who had to survive to you get to up to this point. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to go camping with bears by choice. And then <laughs> yeah, after yeah. that, I'm going to jump out of a plane. It was probably cooler to like look at like the ocean or clouds like 
before science. No, because think about this, dude. Think about, no, that's how... Because they were just magical things. They had no idea. They're like, are those mountains in the yeah. sky? Now I'm like, well, that's a cumulonimbus. It's like, got, yeah. it's water particles. And yeah. Imagine looking at stars before you knew. You'd be like, those are eyes or or what are they? Like, right. But now it's like, well, those are like little balls of helium eight billion light years away. Like, Yeah, it depends how you look at it, but... I get what you're saying. Like the just the the total the like, wonder. Yeah, the total wonder. Like being able to wonder stuff. Is, it'd be like, a, and then it'd be probably be fun. I'd be like, oh, I bet that's. Uh, uh, I bet it's like I don't know. Like, why well, you're not very good at this? Yeah, <laughs> little holes poked in heaven, and we're just seeing like the light through heaven, and the rest is a. T- I don't know. But also, isn't it so cool that like, oh, that's a star that's thousands of miles way more. <laughs> <laughs> That's a star that's in California. Uh, Thousands of feet away. That's pretty far away, dude. And uh, and it's so bright and it's so powerful that despite being, you know, like a couple hundred feet away, you still, you st- it's so far away that the light that you see isn't even the light that it's producing. Yeah. And we get to see it. Like, that's amazing. Did you actually have one today? No, dude. They terrify me. Oh. We'd really, I, I mean... I feel like there, there's a lot of people in our generation who like don't do weed anymore, it, especially comics. It surprises me when you meet comics and they're like, I don't I'm sober because like drugs now are way too strong. You know, like weed now is way too strong and I feel like it's messed with a lot of people. Plus our society is crumbling and that's scary. Yeah, I just uh, it helps me. Sometimes it like motivates me to be productive in a weird way. Yeah, because really? it's like I'll like go on my phone like for what I don't know if it's the it's part the anxiety mm-hmm. that it creates and it's just like and that also energizes me. And so it the kinda, angst pushes you. Yeah, and that and also like I've described it as like when you're if you're doing nothing, it's boring. But if you're doing nothing and you're high, it's usually pretty fun. Yeah, I agree and so you can that. apply that to boring tasks to make them fun. Yeah, I think it depends on what type of person you are because a lot of people when they get anxious, they shut down. Whereas you, you get anxious and you move, mm. right? So that for that for you, that's good. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good way of putting it. Yeah, you asked me the other day because I took an Adderall and I was editing, and I was like editing like this, and Grant was like, "Hey, can I ask you something?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "So when you do you blink on Adderall?" <laughs> <laughs> I can see like I can see veins growing in his eyes because he hasn't like wet them in a while. Yeah, yeah, like, you just get locked in. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't like having opinions in general because, like, <laughs> because I'll look at like <laughs> I have an opinion and somebody will there'll be a comment like this, I'm like, oh, that's a good point. And there'll be another comment like, well, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't know any. Like, I that's why internet hate comments will get to me because I'm like, damn. That's why I- you need to decide your own principles. There's a side to everything, right? But you need to have faith in your side. Sometimes mm. someone will present you with a good point. And sometimes you need to look them in the face and go, nah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I guess faith faith is, is what it is. I think in a, in a way, because eventually you're going to just get so lost you don't do anything. Can you guys believe this as an intern? You'd think he's you'd think he's, <laughs> a 25-year-old intern, yeah. which is unacceptable. <laughs> what is your major? Come on, man. Okay. Communications. Oh, all right. Which sucks because it's like I'll have to tell people like, "Hey, man, I can't go out tonight. I have to watch a movie." Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's not a good excuse. Yeah, but that's sick. I mean, you don't smoke weed, but it would be a lot better if you did. 
Sick. I got to stay home and watch a movie. So then I'd forget the movie I had to watch. Dude, that's true. My memory, I think, is is shot. Well, you My also mom, smoke out of aluminum pipes. I got a bowl after you said that. It's a glass bowl. Glass bowl, good. Benji edited the clip from me and Jamie, a few of them. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that people were going to make fun of my chapped lips. And everybody was like, no, they won't. Like, nobody, maybe nobody will. Like, you're overthinking it. The only comments are about my chapped lips, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, dude. People will comment on chapped lips. Like the one physical appearance thing. I guess because it's fixable. Well, bald. Bald, they'll comment on too, I bald, guess. Bald, they'll tear you up. Rather, which is why we're both wearing hats. I'm not bald. I'm I'm very afraid of going bald. Yeah, I don't know. Did your was your dad bald? Yeah, but I think the lineage is um, uh, maternal grandfather. So my grandfather on my mom's side was not bald. Damien was saying it because he was like anxious about being bald for a while. Yeah, and he said that that's apparently a BS thing. That is apparently. Oh, great! That was the only thing keeping me holding it together. So oh, I really? Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. Dude. It's one of those things I've been so. Because my mom's father didn't have it, I never looked into it because I was like, I don't want to. I can't have this taken away from me. You got a good beard, and I, I wanted to say to you what I think I said to Ethan, which I was like, <laughs> I don't know why I said this, but our buddy Ethan's bald. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I love that we've just like blasted his largest insecurity. Up. Is dude, he's like the funniest dude ever. He's so okay. talented, and he and and it, honestly, he's got a good head of hair. Besides, like, the, <laughs> it doesn't. Matter. No, he doesn't, <laughs> dude. Dude, no, he's got like okay, fuck that. What? But I said he to him, he still has some hair. But I said to him, I was like, damn, like you got a great beard. Like it's sad. like why does it? I wish it, that could be up there. <laughs> yeah, and not just. And he the, went, thank you, Sean. That really helps <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, I was like, if only you could speak to your. Dude. Like, <laughs> hey, I'd rather trade <laughs> for this. Yeah. That's cool. Basically, Emily just said that girls are like, no, they don't like. Of course, girls. She's know. just instilled the more of the. What do you think about Emily? I want to ask you about this. Okay, uh, you oh, should it's be Emily's on, podcast. No, just, I found these shoes on Instagram ads. Mm-hmm. It's uh, shoes that add two inches to your oh, height. Oh, I see. I've seen this. The inserts. Absolutely not. You would never. You would. You don't think uh, like. But what, how is it different than heels? Ooh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I feel like it's sneaky if it was a sneaker. So you'd be cool with yeah, a but guy makeup wearing heels. Is, makeup is sneaky in a way. I'd rather have someone who's confident in being short. Listen to that, Why? guys. That's cool. But I guess, but if you're just going out for the night and you're trying to have a one night stand, get those shoes because no, you don't. You get back, if you have a one night stand, you get back to her place. You take off the shoes. You're, when, you're, when you're horizontal, she won't know. Oh, Sean. Oh, I'm my. saying don't. Guys, <laughs> listen to me. Don't take the shoes off. <laughs> yeah. And your pants are down to your ankles and you're like waddling over. Yeah. Like, remember how I'm still 5'8"? Is it cool if I crawl over there <laughs> to the bed? <laughs> um, <laughs> don't take them off till till doggy i guess or or well said now that's gonna be a quote this is a tiktok moment yeah but there's something to be said about uh a fairly cheap thing making you feel more confident which affects all aspects of your life which is like another thing about makeup right like the confidence that you get from that can propel you to like access parts of yourself that don't normally come out when you're when you're not confident right Mm. So maybe that man with the extra two inches on his heels <laughs> is 
is the guy that you want to be with. But the man without the extra two inches on his heels is is not quite the guy. And that's not his true self. But what? But why isn't it? If he can access a part of himself that is greater with just those extra two inches on his heels, then, <laughs> then it's almost like a tool. It's like a. It's like a tool. And and again, what is the difference between that and microblading? What's microblading? You don't know what microblading is? I think it's when girls get like tattooed eyebrows. You know, because girls are allowed to be insecure in their appearance. Men have to. Wow. Be okay with whatever we look like. Interesting. I'm just talking on my ass. I I think that's true. I don't have have opinions (laughs) (laughs) or whatever you guys want. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you can't. You can't explain. I've never heard of a broken heart mended through the years, and I've never heard of an ick (laughs) (laughs) mended through through rational. Yeah. yeah, you get icks, you get icks, you get icks. Uh, Emily was the first person who told me about the icks and her icks are ridiculous. It's like, oh, you you can't wear like gray on a Saturday. It's they're so specific. Have you ever had someone have a mole on their face? And you're like, you got a lot of gross shit right here. No, I've not. I've done that before. Yeah, I have horrific. A mole. It's the male equivalent of when you ask a woman if she's pregnant and she is not pregnant. Yeah, yeah. My mom has been a gynecologist for 30 years. She did that one time. Never again. Did were they not? They were not. My my mom goes, how? When are you due? And the woman said, about nine years ago. No, it was terrible. Wait, where that was it a doctor's office or was it? It was another. It was a nurse. I was I was getting surgery for something. No, and uh, the nurse in the room. You just come out with like a big ass belly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is what you get. Yeah, they they, they left a tool in there. (laughs) We pumped up a balloon and left it. Anyway, card game. Who here gets how to get a date videos recommended for them on YouTube? I think me. Yeah. Think me, yeah. yeah. Not because I, I, I like Charisma on Command. Yeah. Great channel. You ever watch them? I've seen them. They're, I like people that break down. Uh, I like people that have opinions that I could take. A, a, I think that, that that channel is probably helpful to some people. I it's even if you're the most charismatic person, I feel like it's helpful because it's like little things that like it'll be like, oh, here's how to get out of confrontation. And it's like. I just wonder to what degree are people actually applying those things. I know it. That's I do. Agree. I think a lot of people they 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 watch those videos and they get satisfaction out of them, like they have done those things. They're like, oh, I've learned this thing. But then they and then they go anyway. Next video. Yeah, yeah. And then they don't. I, if you if you're if you're applying like if you're actually trying to be proactive about changing things, right? I think it it is the place to go to. Right. Uh, who here rehearses arguments in their head so they're ready if they ever come up? Cool. Every every time, I did it before coming here. Really? I was like, oh, maybe we'll talk about this. What did we talk about it? Nope. What was it? Um, I think it was about like uh, my opinions on comedy. What are they? Uh, it was like Good. shit. Now I'm back. You rehearsed this. Come on. Yeah, but I I forgot because we were having so much fun. Okay. Right. But it was like um. Oh, I, I was rehearsing my, be- my my bomb story, and I was like, wow, I don't really have like a good bomb story. Mm. And so you were the one that I, I've mentioned it on the pod, and I said that you said this. I think it was to Jamie is at the seaside restaurant. My parents were there with their friends. Oh, that was really bad. 
Yeah, and you after you went up, you said about my parents' table. Oh, specifically. Yeah, you were like it looked like their faces made it look like they were watching war footage. <laughs> yeah. So it looked like they were watching like grenades going into bunkers. Yeah. And flamethrowers being in. It was. <laughs> The look specifically, I will never forget the face of your mom's friend whose mouth was so agape and eyes were so like, and I was just like, wow, I'm going to quit comedy because of this specific. She was the most excited to go, apparently. Well, (laughs) (laughs) well, to be fair, it was a restaurant where nobody else in the restaurant knew there'd be comedy and they immediately said, nope, we're not watching or listening. Also, this should be added. There was a tragedy going on behind us where there was ambulances all over the beach and someone told us that a woman had drowned. There was a window view of this and there was a window view of all this going on. And the host brings me up right before he brings me up. He goes, well, I hope that woman is okay. The one that drowned in the uh, ocean (laughs) over there. Anyway, you guys seen this guy all over New York City. Here's Grant Moore. The crazy part. (laughs) That's not that he not only was so the window view, by the way, it wasn't like a a window. It was like the entire restaurant wall was a window to the beach Mm -hmm. and they didn't even know that it was. He comes up and he was like, yeah, it sucks that that lady drowned. And everybody in the room was like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, there's a lady that probably died on the beach. Anyway, here's Grant. <laughs> so. And then I went up and. But that's the best. Did my fart jokes. That's like high intensity training. Like every open mic or every show is like it works a different muscle. Yeah. Like some of them you have nobody laughs and nobody listens. That's working your that bomb muscle. Yeah. Whereas a room with a thousand people all laughing. Yeah, <laughs> but I wish it. my bomb muscle wasn't just shredded. I yeah. wish it wasn't so strong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like work on some other. <laughs> yeah. It's like maybe work on laughing, getting yeah. some laughs. All right, Grant Moore. We'll have you in other stuff. You're an intern, so you'll be popping in and out, giving us drinks and stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. If you guys need coffee, let me know. No, hopefully they get you a pod suit because uh, you're funny as hell, and I think that you're going to go far and all that stuff and uh oh we got pod socials please clap podcast uh mine is sean malay grant what's yours um grant more 23 on instagram i have no other social media. free willy on tiktok oh, free willy zero zero on tiktok but you know it'll get better all right that's the show make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast and follow us on tiktok i'm sean malay s-e-a-n-m-i-l-l-e-a underscore the pod is at Please Clap Podcast. And of course, all the 137 content is at 137 p.m. Support your local comics and comedy clubs wherever you are. And please clap, folks. Come on. The Please Clap Podcast is a Gallery Media Group production.